This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. We'll both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with the coronation. Yeah, the official coronation portraits of King Charles, Queen Camilla and the family were released yesterday. And I'm sure you can guess exactly who were not in them. Prince Harry and Jeffrey Epstein's buddy, Prince Andrew, who who is, of course, Charles's brother. Harry reportedly left the UK right after the ceremony, but it's not clear if he would have been invited to pose for the pics, even if he would have stayed, because since he and Andrew, neither one are working royalty, they may not have qualified to participate. Not in official photos, no. Nope. See, I don't think they would have had him there because they didn't have him out on the balcony. They didn't have him wearing their military stuff. Like, you know what I mean? It yeah. felt like, I don't think this is a surprise. Yeah. Right. yeah. As somebody so, that's been following along. Right. On a related note, a lip reader tried to interpret the conversation Harry had with the guy that he sat next to at the coronation. And one of the things he supposedly said was, I'm fed up with the way they treat me. Oh. Okay. And a lot of people thought Lionel Richie sounded terrible at the coronation concert. It was a little bit uh, sho- shocking, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I was just like, whoa, there he is. Who, Lionel? Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I haven't seen him sing in a while. Oh, it's okay. It was yeah. still, he was still a great performance. Yeah. He's also almost 80, right? Yes. He's up there. Yeah. Yeah, you got to cut him some slack. Yeah. I know. <laughs> How old is Barry Manilow, man? Mm. He's coming to town, and I'm so bummed because I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be out of town when Barry Manilow is here. And I'm Manilow, and I'm wondering, you know, does he still sound great live? Just remember him as he was, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) That's not too bad. Oh, he's 73. 73? Lionel Richie, 73. It wasn't bad. It just caught me off guard a little bit. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. When I saw him in concert, and Jen, I don't know if you felt this same way or not, but it felt to me like he really had it together still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was great. years ago, but I mean, it sounded like... That was probably like 10 years ago. He didn't even care. It was so easy. Yeah. Uh, but Barry Manilow is 69. 69. Oh, well, really? Really? I, I thought said Barry 81. was a lot older than that. Are you sure? That's what that it can't says. be right. I'm sorry, 79. Okay, oh, there you go. 79. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. I read say. it wrong. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's 109. That, uh, that there is we belief. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel Richie. Okay, we got to take a break. Uh, coming up, we'll get to Jamie Foxx and Britney Spears. A lot of A-listers out there bracing themselves for this autobiography. And we'll have the deets coming up next. I'm in this weird... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. The spot right now, we're like, you gotta understand, like, I partied in New York for 25 years, okay? And now I'm a mom. You know, a lot of people are like into being moms. And every time a mom says something to me, like, you know, there's a new mommy blog. Did you see the new mommy meetup? There's a mommy group. I just wanna yell out, I've done cocaine, okay? <laughs> so these moms, and they're all weird. What's wrong with people today? These women will ask you questions like, so tell me about your birth story. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, you first. It sounds amazing. Um, I'm like, well, I gave birth at home in a vat full of freshly squeezed guava juice. 
I was surrounded by my midwife, my doula, my shaman, my Tibetan monk, and my Pilates instructor. <laughs> we sang the child into the world. And, so what's yours? And I'm like, oh, well, my birth story, um, brought to you by Medicaid. Um, <laughs> I gave birth in a state hospital and I was surrounded by eight Haitian and Jamaican nurses who kept saying things like, shut your mouth and push like you're making a big caca, mama. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the instruction. That's so yes, funny. That's push like you're pooping. Yes. Push Bear like down. you're pooping. <laughs> that is Veronica Mosey. <laughs> Jeff and Jen, happy Mother's Day in advance. Cincinnati's Q102, 642. Uh, clouds break up, sunshine later, high 75. Right now it's 59 with Jeff and Jen. Yeah, so Britney Spears' autobiography, she's been writing it, uh, but it's been put on hold because her famous friends are worried about what's in it. I, I think they should be. Why? Because she's kind of a loose cannon and will talk about anyone at any given point at any moment and say anything she wants. Meaning what? She's got stuff on these people? Well, I think she used to party with them and maybe they don't want everything out that they used to do. There's this saying in the writing world that if you didn't want to be in my book, you should have behaved better. Mm. Okay. So, Brittany, here is what, this is what's crazy. Um, strongly worded legal letters have been sent to the publishers by people who know Brittany and who fear what she has written. The source says Brittany is brutally honest in the book and there are a lot of nervous A-listers. The last anyone heard the book was supposed to come out in the fall. There's no word if that'll still happen, but there are famous people that are trying to stop it. And some are thinking that maybe one of those people might be Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah, for sure. That he might be on the list of A-listers that are like, hey, 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 wait a minute, time out. I yeah. want to read that chapter. Well, there's a new, um, and I don't know when it comes out. I'll have to look it up and tell you. But yesterday, Fox has partnered with TMZ, and they have a new like documentary-style show coming out on Fox that's Britney Spears' The Price of Freedom, and it follows like the past year and a half that she's been without her conservatorship. Mm -hmm. And it is like some... The, I'll put the trailer up, but it has some really interesting stuff on there. Mostly just how free she has been with sharing all kinds of stuff. And, like, she has some really big problems. Mm. Like, start, like f starting fights and not getting along with her husband. and I, I the think of, Some public incidents, yeah. like that one at the restaurant where mm -hmm. she kind of lost it and a little bit. Half the time, I can't make out what she's even talking about. So. Well, that's the other thing. She just kind of rambles on and on. I, I, I don't know what kind of credibility she's bringing to the table. I mean, if you're an A-lister and she, you know, outs you over something, it'd be like, consider the source, really? Please, you know? Mm. Uh, Jamie Foxx, we've been very concerned about here for, you know, the past month he's been hospitalized for this undisclosed medical condition. And we still know basically nothing about this so-called medical complication that's kept him in the hospital all this time. But here's an unofficial update that we picked up from Fox News. Uh, they quoted a supposed source in Jamie's inner circle that says he's stable and his condition is, quote, not a life-threatening situation now. Now. Uh, right. Yeah, the now suggesting that it may have been life-threatening at one point. The source adds, quote, Doctors are doing more tests and want to be completely sure that he will be okay before allowing him to leave the hospital. Uh, he will also be advised to keep his stress level down when he does get discharged. Hmm. Yeah, so I that buy leads, that. Yeah, that leads me to believe it's some kind of heart condition, right? I mean, if it's a stress-related thing, you got to... Stay calm. It's possible. I would think. Maybe. Maybe. Well, this didn't last very long. CBS uncanceled SWAT two days after announcing it was done. <laughs> so now it's been renewed for seventh and final season of 13 episodes. Shamar Moore has changed his tune and said, I, we did it, SWAT fam. Hey. Thank you to all of you for the continued and amazing support. Let's go. A All CBS right. exec said they changed their minds after listening to their viewers and their outpouring of passion for SWAT. True Lies in East New York weren't so lucky they were both canceled after one season. 
Oh. But. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that would have shown up somewhere else, just like Manifest did. That's what I was yeah. thinking, too, Jen. Like, Netflix would have purchased it, and they could have just rode off into the sunset. Yeah. I started watching that last season on Netflix of Manifest, and. I don't know. I'm a couple in, and then I kind of forgot about it. Is it Same. over now? It's gone. I think this might be it. This the they final, were final? were they going to just do one season on, of Manifest, or were they going to do two? Do you remember? I feel like there was two on Netflix and two on NBC. Okay. Hmm. Spoiler alert: They've been in purgatory the whole time. <laughs> For real? No, I don't know. No. Oh, I, I, that's what happened on Lost. <laughs> I'm wanting to finish it, but I'm also kind of bored. So if it is, I'll just stop. And they never address the polar bear. That's right. Wow. You watched it start to finish. Smoke monster? Yep. Nope. No idea. <laughs> So the navigation company Waze has announced that the Jonas Brothers will be their next celebrity driving instructors. How exciting is that? What does that mean? Like you can take classes from them? No, the voice. The voice telling you to turn right and turn left. Oh. And there's a cop up on the right. Would be Police the Jonas Brothers. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, does, now do other maps, like do Google, does Google Maps do that? That there's a reported uh, speed trap ahead? I mean, Waze is really uh, good about that. Not that I know of. Waze is awesome. Like, there will be a cop and a drive through at a McDonald's, and someone will report it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Meanwhile, Apple Maps, even though you made a le- wrong turn, is telling you to drive seven miles out of the way just to go around the block when you could have just pulled it into the driveway and turned around. True. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Take a left. Take a left. <laughs> Take a left. You're Why like, am I driving that? to Evendale? Where are we? <laughs> Hey guys, it's Joe. It's Nick. And Kevin here. Come behind the scenes as we become the next voice of Waze. Our new album is inspired by 70s singer-songwriters, disco and funk. Speed Trap reported ahead. Exit right is what I would tell you if you have to exit right. What you do? Tour the world with us when you activate the Jonas Brothers experience on Waze. Take the next exit in one half mile. Turn left. I didn't even realize you could change the voice on ways. Oh, well, I yeah, I don't know either. I, I have friends I just, who have like sexy Australian men, you know, with the sexy accent I mean, you telling them change, where to go. You could change uh, SIRI's voice. Yeah, I knew that. I just yeah. didn't know it was an option on ways to change the who's telling you what to do. Hmm. You'll have to oh, play with it. Oh, voice and sound. There Look you go. Oh, Jane. I have it on Jane. And what yeah. other options do you have? Uh, Sarah, Ben, Randy, Nathan, boy band. I wonder if that's the Joe Bros. Hmm. I, I don't know. Boy you'd, band. You'd have to put something in there. You can also have dog and cat. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So get a load of this. The weekend says his next album may be his last hurrah. But, oh, yeah? But don't get um, too excited. Yeah. Should we be happy I know, about that? I know. Just, but just I wait. Know, just hold on. It'll be around for 10 years. Him and Aerosmith in the same year? <laughs> His last hurrah, but only as The weekend. The guy behind the character will probably continue making music under another name. Maybe his real name. Abel Tresfay. Tesfay. Yeah, go with that. Abel Tesfay. He says, I'm going through a cathartic path right now. I want to kill the weekend, and I will. Eventually, as the weekend, I've said everything I can say. Steely Dan. There you go. All right. Have you seen that gross photo Chris Pratt posted last week of his baby toenail? I missed it. I mean, I'm not looking at it. No, thank you. Fritz loves feet, by the way. Oh. It's her favorite. Loves so it. So if you have any pictures of like really gross long <laughs> toenails, she loves looking. Send at it, it to her. Any kind of fungus or bacteria yeah. yes. or what? yeah, just a foot that's like got yellow crustiness going on. You know, she I digs saw, it. I did get targeted. You know how like Cardi B has those really, really, really long fingernails. Uh huh. Someone had those acrylic nails on their toes, and I got targeted with it as an Instagram reel, and I about puked. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing a thing called Show Fritch Your Feet. No, we're not. You can email pictures of your feet to, to Fritch at, at WKRQ.com. Oh, yes. Share them Please with send me. them. I also won't be opening any of these attachments. Thank you and have a nice day. Anyway, Dr. Brad Schaefer from the TLC show, My Feet Are Killing Me, has given us his professional opinion on that gross photo Chris Pratt posted last week of his baby toenail. 
And he said it looks like Chris has toenail fungus that he needs to get checked out by a podiatrist. Luckily, from what he sees, he doesn't think it's severe or life-threatening. And, uh, sorry, Chris, but Dr. Brad thinks it's quite unsightly and not sexy at all. So there. Despite some of the feedback Chris might be getting. Wow. From others. (laughs) Yeah. Even, it doesn't matter, like, how pretty or clean your feet are, Fritch is still grossed out by them. I am. I'm just not a fan. I used to be more so that way. Like, I would never wear, I went years without wearing sandals just because I thought, you didn't like your feet? Toes. I just thought toes were gross. I didn't want to see anybody else's, so I just kind of figured nobody wanted to see mine. I do like baby feet. You know, like kids. Little fat baby yes, feet. Little yeah, little chunky, like little teeny tiny baby toes. Those are cute. You just got to mm-hmm. start spring out. If you're someone that wears sandals, you just start by going to Escape or Ambiance or Mitchell's or whatever. Get your get your toe pedicure done. Mm-hmm. And then you're good. And then you're good. Rock it all summer. You're going to show them. You just got to do a little prep work. That's right. So Sum 41 is breaking up after they release their next album and celebrate it with a, quote, worldwide headlining tour. Here's what they announced. Being in Sum 41 since 1996 brought us some of the best moments in our lives. We are forever grateful to our fans, both old and new, who have supported us in any way. Hard to articulate the love and respect we have for all of you, and we wanted to hear you to hear this from us first. So the next album, it's called Heaven and Hell. It's a double album. We don't have a release date or dates for their farewell tour yet. But uh, we do know that they are on the Let the Bad Times Roll Tour with The Offspring and Simple Plan in August and September. So it'll most likely be after that. Hmm. All right. And finally, former Real Housewives of Atlanta star Kim Zolchak has filed for divorce from her husband of 11 years, Croy Bierman. Kim says the marriage is irretrievably broken with no hope of reconciliation. Hmm. Uh, She's seeking primary physical custody of the kids and joint legal custody. Kim also wants spousal support and to legally restore her maiden name. Uh, I got some outtakes here from when Kim thought she could make hit records. You remember this? (laughs) Wasn't she a DJ too, like a club DJ? I don't know about that. I mean, you know. Which song do we have from Kim? Well, these are real tracks of her before producers hit the auto-tune button. The rain didn't mean a thing. Whoa, 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 the rain didn't mean a thing. The rain didn't mean a thing to you. I see you're out there still doing your thing. (laughs) The rain didn't mean a thing to you. I see you're out there still doing your thing. Still doing your thing. Yeah. How about it? The Countess had better songs. She was real, real uh, Housewives of New York. Mm. And that is your latest E-News for now. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Moulin Rouge, the musical, going down a week from tomorrow with the Aronoff Center, opening night. So stick around. That's coming up next. But first, another check on the roads. Here's Denise. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, how's it going? Great. Yourself? Doing great. Doing all right. Just got off work. Excellent. Nice. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. You about ready to win? Let's do it. All right. You're going to go see Moulin Rouge. If you could tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, is it a window washer fired for pressing ham on the 14th story of an office building at high noon? Is it B, landscaper caught on camera pooping on the begonias? Or C, an exterminator peed all over somebody's living room? Let's go with C. You're right. All right. Hey, let's go. And ooh. Yes. At least the other two were outside, you know? This is true. (laughs) Yeah, we all have our days, but try not to take it out on other people. A 67-year-old exterminator in Pennsylvania is facing charges after he was caught on video peeing 
all over a customer's living room. That's just not nice. This happened in the town of Hastings, which is 90 miles east of Pittsburgh. The owner of an apartment complex hired him to come in and spray pesticide in the units. One of the tenants found a spider a few days later. So they checked the footage from their security camera, apparently to make sure he actually sprayed pesticide. But instead, they saw him spraying something else. He peed in several different spots around their living room, on their rug, their couch, a side table, and on their daughter's toy box. Oh, man. You See, that's gross. wrong. Yes, horrible. You guys... Go ahead. There's cameras everywhere. I just don't understand how these people ever think they're getting away, going to get away with something. Yeah. You know, you just kind of need to assume you're always being watched. Right. My cat was sitting at the corner while he was urinating, and we're pretty sure that it splashed onto the cat. The main thing that upsets me is that he urinated on my daughter's toys. It's just, it's a little girl, you know, and she played with it in his pee for two days. Oh. That's just messed up right there. That's messed up. Uh, The guy's name is Roger Young. He is the owner of Young's Pest Control, and he admitted to doing it. When cops asked him why, he said he was just, quote, having a bad day and, quote, sick of people. He's facing charges for criminal mischief and disorderly conduct. The tenants say replacing their rug, couch, and other belongings has cost them over four thousand dollars. Mm, wow, that's crazy. That's awful. All right, coming up, a classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but first, Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sean is looking for a second date update today. He went out with Jillian, and we're going to help him out because that's what we do. Hey, Sean, how are you? Hey, guys. Um, I'm doing good. Um, I appreciate it, and uh, it's, uh, it's good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. You want to tell us how yeah. you met Jillian and how that first date went? We'll go from there. Um, yeah. If you guys can imagine, dating is hard, but, I mean, like, especially – especially like this time of year around the holidays. And, you know, some people I just think like don't want to go through Christmas alone and stuff. And um, I I think about like the whole cuffing thing, you know, it's just not for me though, but I still want to get out there and meet people. So I've been, you know, dating and stuff and there've been some disasters if I'm going to be honest, but I met this really great girl online and we really hit it off. I love Christmas, so I picked her up, and I took her to the Festival of Lights, and I thought, you know, it was kind of romantic, right, you know? Sure. And um, we walked around, had some hot chocolate, talked, and I mean, I had a great time, and I, I thought she did, too. And we went on a night that wasn't, like, too cold, so we stayed for a while. It was, like, over three hours or something, and um, I thought I thought everything was great. You know, she's smart, she's pretty, she's funny. I was charming. I was trying to be witty. Um, I know I'm a kind guy. We laughed a lot. No big, you know, laws in the conversation, no, no crazy controversial topics or anything. And I can't in my mind think of one thing that actually went wrong. Um, but when we got back to her place, I walked her to the door and she hugged me goodnight and thanked me. And I said that I'd talk to her soon. And she said, okay, great. And um, she never gave me any indication that anything had gone wrong. So I really, like, have no clue, and kind of that's why I'm here, you know, now for your guys' help, see if you can help me out. Yeah, well, a couple of scenarios are possible here, because one is uh, you didn't do anything wrong. You were great. You were on your A game, charming and present and clever and witty and funny and all that stuff, but she just got maybe something else going on that's distracting her. Maybe an ex came back into her life. So that's 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 one possible scenario. The other is 
she could just be one of those people who maybe maybe there is something about you that just stuck out that annoys her, but she would never in a million years let you know because I have a friend who it doesn't matter if you're the worst person in the world, she'll never let you know that because she's so nice, she's so sweet, she has such a good heart, she takes on the guilt and doesn't want anybody to feel bad, so she will make you feel like you are Prince Charming because that's just the kind of person she is. She's avoids confrontation, doesn't want to make anybody feel bad. You described me to a T. You nailed <laughs> it. Really? <laughs> You know, it I, is. Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, not saying it's one or the other. I'm just saying. Well, you see, that's why it. I see. You know, that's one of the reasons that I suck at dating because if if there is a guy that I do, it's easier for me to just keep going out with him than to tell him the reasons why I don't want to go out with him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you get her in a room, and and I'm not even talking about Jen. Yeah, no. I'm talking about this person. If you get a room in a room and say. Uh, so what was the deal with Sean? Oh, you know, he's he's got a weird walk or something. Or whatever. Just, yeah, he's got a mole on it. Whatever it is, the issue is she'll tell you or tell the person, but she just won't tell you to your face. Right. I'm not saying that's what happened here. I just, I don't know, for some reason, that just made me think of her. I don't know. It's just, it's bizarre. I mean, I hear all of what you're saying, but it's just kind of like. Oh, I know. You know what? Like, what's, what's the deal? Like, I mean, it's just kind of, it's like, you know. Kind of almost like, you know, when you go apply for a job and then, you know, you don't hear anything. You just want to know why. Why haven't I heard anything? Like, what did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what's the deal is a good way to sum it up. In fact, we almost called second date update, what's the deal? What's the deal, That's man? all people want to know is what's the deal? Yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we call? What's the deal? Yeah. We got to take a break first, though. We're going to try to find out the deal when we continue the story of Sean and Jillian, what happened to Jillian? What is Jillian's deal with Sean, <laughs> if there even is a deal? That second date update continues next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Sean's the first to tell you dating is tough out there. We hear it all the time from people. Who- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Come on, second date update. Especially navigating around the holiday season, you know, that could not have been easy. And as we come out of that now, we look back on the last month or two and all of the dating that went on and then stopped or didn't. Yeah, it was Sean and Jillian on this occasion where they went to the Festival of Lights and seemingly had an awesome time. And then something must have fallen apart because he never heard from her again. Where the heck is she? I don't know. But unless there's anything else, Sean, that you thought of that we need to know before we make the call, now's the time. No, I mean, from my recollection, I gave you guys a pretty detailed thing of what how the went and the night went down i mean it's like accurate I, I depiction mean, yeah i mean i'm i'm trying to like draw back my memory as well as possible and i can't think of anything else okay Hello, is this Jillian? Yeah. Hi, Jillian. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you? We're good. Tim is here. We got you on speakerphone. Wow. Jeff and Jen, huh? <laughs> Do you ever get a chance to listen to our show? I have. I just did not see this coming. Well, I hope we're not disturbing you. We, we heard a compliment about you this morning. Lots of nice things, actually. A lot of nice things about how refreshingly charming and lovely you are and how fun and interesting you were to talk to and what a great date you were at the Festival of Lights. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So Sean called? Yes, Sean did call. 
He sounds yeah. like a nice guy, too. I, I don't know if you've been busy or haven't had a chance to get back to him, but I know that you made quite an impression on him, and he'd love to go out with you again. And don't mean to put you on the spot live on the radio. No pressure, but... Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm kind of surprised because I wouldn't have picked him to be, like, the type to call you guys for a second date update. Um, oh, you'd be surprised. surprised. Exactly, at the types that call us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I'll I'll totally tell you what happened. No problem there. Um, so he is a very big fan of Christmas, which, you know, is totally cool. I mean, who doesn't love Christmas? I mean, I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, my One of my favorite times of the year. Um, but here's the thing. He has this, like, inflatable Grinch that rides shotgun with him in his car. And... <laughs> He didn't even take it out for our date. So I had to sit in the back seat while the Grinch sat up front, which I don't know, like if it was like a short ride, maybe, but like we came all the way from Milford with me in the back. (laughs) (laughs) The green guy is up in the front and like, I don't know. I'm just like, why couldn't he take it out? It seems like such an obvious thing to do if you're going to go on a date with someone, right? Or well, you, you, he could have. Why couldn't the Grinch ride in the back? Yeah, I mean, if you need to keep so him in the car, weird. you could put him in the. You, he could sit on the hump. Even he gets car sick in the back. The Does hump. he? It sit was the, the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> Did you ask him about it? I, I at first I thought it was a joke. I was like, "Haha, are you serious?" And then like he didn't move it to the back. Oh wow! And I was okay. <laughs> And so then you had to ride all the way back to Milford with still in the back seat with the Grinch up front. Yes. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and so, we're, like, did you have to like lean forward to have a conversation with him? I mean, I was so weirded out that I didn't even really try to make a conversation when we were in the car. Like, once we were out, like, of course, you know, okay, let me get to know this guy. Like, he has my evening, so like, let's try to make the best of it. But like, I just couldn't get over that. It was so weird. <laughs> Oh, boy. Sean. Come on. You don't think people were looking at us and laughing like, oh, you know, those guys like love Christmas. I mean, did you notice people like especially when you're parking at the zoo? I mean, there's there's a big crowd at the zoo for Festival of Lights. Right. So you are driving by other their people are able to see inside the car. I mean, did you notice people like looking at the Grinch, noticing the Grinch, seeing you in the back seat? What What kind of reaction were you getting from the general population? Yeah, there were people, like, videotaping it. It was ridiculous. Which was kind of the goal for you, Sean, I imagine, yes? People love it. I mean, people, like, love to see people in, like, the holiday spirit. And I'm just, like, one of those guys. I mean, I just, it's, you know, something I've done before, you know, past couple years, and people love it. I mean, I just thought it was kind of, you know, cute and witty. And, I mean, I, I mean, come on. Not on a first date, dude. Like, that's just poor judgment on your part. I mean, Seriously, it made me think, like, what else is this guy going to put before me? Like, is he gonna, the dog, the cat, his ferret? Like, Are you always going to have to ride in the back? Yeah. yeah, it's like, I don't know. I felt like it really spoke to his character. Yeah, I so mean, we have a rule. Anytime we travel as a morning show <laughs> in the same car, the four of us, me, Jen, Fritch, and Tim, Jen Jeff legit. Drives. I drive, and Jen legit has to sit in the front seat. She will not sit in the back seat because she gets car sick. And, well, with the way Jeff drives. Jeff drives fine, and so you, do Coming I. from you, that and isn't. Fridge isn't bad, <laughs> and you're not bad either, except you are in the left lane sometimes when you shouldn't be. Out of the, out of the bunch, I think I'm the best driver. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Well, Fritch doesn't like to drive. Tim drives like a New York City cab driver. And then Jeff, I don't even, I'm just, he accelerates a bit too fast sometimes and takes curves at too high a rate of speed. Well, it's the ultimate driving machine. I I think that Jillian's being a bit dramatic, in my opinion. I mean, I thought she had more of a sense of humor. I I mean, I don't know. That's just my opinion, just based on our conversations that night. I mean, you did kind of laugh a little bit, like the Grinch being in the car. So I didn't really take it as like an insult. Well, let me give you some advice, not on a first date. It's just not cool, and it's the opposite of romantic, and it kills the vibe. And I just felt like, okay, I got to make the most of this next couple hours, and it I, just no thank you. Wow. Okay. Okay. Point taken, Jillian. Yep. I'm sorry, Sean. Thank you, guys. I mean, I appreciate it. And, Jillian, we appreciate you coming on Second Date Update and having the conversation with us. Yep. You're welcome. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Great song. And if we can ever do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com.
Uh, okay, no pick your purse today. We're taking a day off. To reset, to package everything nicely. Round two kicks off tomorrow. Do we know? Yay. Do we know what's uh, what kind of purses we have for tomorrow? I we, haven't the foggiest we idea. We do know, Tim. Thank oh. you for asking. If you go to <laughs> WKRQ.com, you can click <laughs> on either. the cheat yeah. sheet, and they have the cheat sheet there. They also have a, an entire Pinterest board dedicated to the purses that you'll be able to find on round two. Oh, that's I do fun. have to tell you there are a couple of new Louis Vuittons as well as some darling Tory Burch, this Carl Lagerfeld um, mm. coach. There's so many amazing designers. There's a Mark Jacobs crossbody. So go check them out. There's lots right. of good stuff. The blue one is cool. Yeah. Tor- that's a Tory Burch. <laughs> I like the blue one. The blue one we is real nice. We have a blue. Nice. We got a pink. There's a couple of purples. There's like four, five, All six, right. seven, eight black ones. There's a fuchsia one. That one's got some fringe. Where's the Louis? They're at the top, one and there two. There we go. Very nice. Yeah, so download it. Download the brand new clean cheat sheet because if you came in late to round one, you know, we had a couple of folks call in and be like, uh, I don't really know. I didn't even think I would get through. Damn it. Well, this is, okay, you're making me crazy with the mic <laughs> moving. Oh, sorry. Up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> She doesn't know because she didn't have her headphones yeah, on up until I was leading. Right. Uh, yeah, so we'll kick it off. So, but download it now. This way, you know, you're kind of in on the ground floor and you're not you're not behind. So if you came in late to it and you, you want a clean start, this would be a great time. And then we kick it off tomorrow morning, 740 Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, for now, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> Big story everyone's talking about this morning. Bob Huggins. Yeah. Got say himself that. into a little bit of trouble yeah. this morning. Yeah. Or yesterday. Yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Mm. Uh, former UC and current West Virginia head basketball coach Bob Huggins is uh, taking a lot of heat right now for making homophobic comments during an interview on Cunningham yesterday. So he used the F word. Did he stop at G or did he take it all the way to T? One syllable or two? I listened to it one. yesterday, but one. I, I think just one. Yeah. one. It's one. It's one worse than the other. He said it twice. But he said it twice. He said it, and then he said another word, and then he said it again. Yeah. I think he's in some trouble today. Oh, man, just. But he should be. Can't he, say that. Yeah. Can't say that. Not it's good. just, yeah. I, so aside from that obvious I mean, come on, man. How long have you been doing this? You should know better. <laughs> and he, You should way know better. He's dedicated his life to working with younger You've, folks, right? Yeah. So he should be aware that in, that's, that's, not a, a no-go. that's not a word you say, especially no. after the whole uh, Tom Brenneman thing just a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. Tom Brenneman, he still hasn't. Was I it the same think. word? That was, was the, that the same word? Remember, I don't even remember I either. But Tom's still out of work, isn't he? I don't he think filled he's filled in been... a couple, couple times here and there, but I don't know if he's got a full time thing. He was doing some baseball in, uh, I feel like Puerto he was doing Rico some local, some not Heights national, or or, but something. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess Cunningham Colt cold called him, and you know, which he does sometimes on a show and. Uh, the conversation, the the context of the conversation surrounded the the college basketball transfer portal. Uh, with Cunningham telling Huggins that he heard Huggins has the quote best portal transfers, and uh, he said, you know, have you ever have you ever pushed any Xavier guys to come play for West Virginia? And Huggins said, no, Catholics don't do that. And uh, he says, I mean, what school can he said, I'm quoting here, I mean, I tell you what, any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it, like, they can get away with anything. And, uh... Who did that? I don't remember that. That was during the Crosstown shootout. One year, way back. Yeah, back Yeah, in the I day wasn't familiar with that story you... either. Was it the Bearcat people threw penises on the floor? Or who did it? Or what happened? Uh, Sounds like he's accusing Xavier of doing it, it and then denying that they did it and getting uh, away with right, it. Right, right, okay. right. Yeah, I vaguely remember that a million years yeah. ago. And uh, 
according to this article, another participant in the radio segment then asked if that incident took place during the Crosstown shootout and if it was transgender night when it happened. And that's when Huggins could be heard using a homophobic slur. You know what it was, was all of those expletive, all those Catholic expletive, I think they were envious they didn't have one, Huggins said during the interview. And you can hear... The you know, because the audio is out there. <laughs> so there's this moment. I mean, I've, I've been in that position when you have a guest on. And they say something and you're, you just don't know what to do with that. That's mm-hmm. totally inappropriate. Yeah. And it's like, uh, and you're live. Right. And it's like, oh. Uh. And, <laughs> you know, I literally, like, I, I'm sitting next to a, a red button that says dump. Yeah. So I can dump in four to five second increments. Up to four or five times. And, that, and what, explain what dump means to those people. that. So we're on a bit of a delay. It, like what we're saying tape, right a digital now. digital delay. Yes. What well, we're saying to each other right now, you're hearing seven to ten seconds later. Correct. Yes. But that's because of like processing, essentially. Like it has to go from our mouth to the universe and then back yeah, or whatever. This this tape delay unit basically just... it it. I, I can't even explain the technology behind it, but yeah, it gives you an opportunity to in moments dump like those something. when something because you know we'll have people drop a swear in the middle of one K letter of the day when oh, we're yeah. playing it live, mm-hmm. and right. we have to we had it happen last week, and Jeff can hit a button so it doesn't go on the air, or if Jeff's right. live at home and he's not feeling good, and we <laughs> yeah. take him live, yeah. Oh, it happens, <laughs> yeah, it does, and you know you do the best you can to hit it when you can and. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he doesn't have one in the studio. I, we have no, no idea, idea what the setup looks like over there. But yeah, I think online though. I, I don't think the dump dump button works you if still you're hear listening everything online. online. You know, so, some, yeah. maybe the radio audience didn't hear it. I don't. I wasn't listening. It doesn't work online because there have been times where I've had people message us after we don't play it on the radio uh-huh. we'll say like oh wow an s-bomb on a tuesday morning yeah right well the effort's made so but, so uh, so far what is what is huggins said he's apologized he yeah, so he yeah. put out a statement let's let's read the statement earlier today on a cincinnati radio program i was asked about the rivalry between my former employer the university of cincinnati and its crosstown rival xavier university During the conversation, I used a completely insensitive and aberrant phrase that there is simply no excuse for, and I won't try to make one here. I deeply apologize to the individuals I have offended, as well as to the Xavier University community, the University of Cincinnati, and West Virginia University. As I've shared with my players over my 40 years of coaching, there are consequences for our words and actions, and I will fully accept any coming my way. I'm ashamed and embarrassed and heartbroken for those I have hurt, I must do better, and I will. And then West Virginia released a statement after Huggins saying the situation is under review. Uh, their official statement said, Coach Huggins' remarks today on a Cincinnati radio show were insensitive, offensive, and do not represent our university values. Coach Huggins has since apologized. West Virginia University does not condone the use of such language and takes such actions very seriously. Yeah. Hmm. So. All right. Well, Interesting we sit day back yesterday. and wait and see what happens. Yeah. By the way, uh, Xavier and UC play tonight baseball, six o'clock oh. at UC. <laughs> there you go. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I like. You know, if I was in a situation like that, if you were the one, if you were the host and you had a guest say that, or you were the one that said no, it. No, if I was the host, like I, it's hard for me not to put myself in Cunningham's position. Yeah. You know, it's it's always easy to. Monday morning quarterback these things, but uh, but typically when things like that happen, I'm, you know, I usually just hit the dump button or if it's really bad. Yeah. Oof. Maybe give them an opportunity to walk that back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want an opportunity to rethink that, rephrase that? Would it be extra awkward if it was a good friend of yours? Because aren't they friends? Oh yeah. So I mean, I mean you assume I think so. You, would it be more difficult? But that's all the more reason I would be like, Tim, dude, come on, man, Tim, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's. You let want to? Yeah. Let me, you want to go back? Let's, uh, let's, can we use a different word? 
<laughs> you want to take an opportunity to correct that? Yeah. But, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, and all that. Or may, who knows? Maybe he assumed whoever was running his board dumped it. You know what I mean? If if I don't know. he's sitting there having the conversation, if you're having the conversation with somebody and you've got somebody else that's sitting on the dump button that is supposed to dump things like that. Oh, you mean like the, it was? There's like a guy running the board, right? And, and he's in total charge of it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And and you just kind of assumed, and so you kind of pause and you wait for the right the you dump just moment that happens and, and then just kind of oh. That could possibly explain that very awkward pause. Yeah, the awkward pause is they're waiting, waiting, and then it's like, okay. Because immediately after he said it, no one talks for like... Four seconds or something like that. And then there's that nervous laughter, and then they're like, isn't he the best? (laughs) Isn't Coach Huggins the best? It's like, ah. Let's not make it worse. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's tough. Right. All right, we'll see what happens. I I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, not a clue anymore. Will they fire him over this or you see people lose jobs for stuff like this all the time? Yeah, I I initially didn't think, you know, I figured he would get a a reprimand. Obviously, he put out the apology relatively quickly. Take some sensitivity classes. Maybe they suspend him without pay for a while. Volunteer at a, you know, youth organization that deals with at risk kids, you know. He definitely is going to have to do some sort of education class, 100%. But I'm also hearing from a lot of people that think he's going to lose his job over this. You know, I I immediately thought of John Gruden when we started talking about him losing his job. Oh, former coach of the Raiders? Yeah. And former commentator and Super Bowl winner with the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, he he made some racist comments in emails from I don't know, years and years. It was years ago. Weren't they really old, too? Yeah, they had gone back. They had gone they, back a ways, and he lost his job. Part of a broader NFL investigation, yeah, I think. Yeah. Hmm. So who knows? He might. All right. We'll see. Uh, meanwhile, my friends at CVG have announced that facial recognition technology is coming to the airport as early as Memorial Day weekend. Uh, this is actually from the TSA. Uh, it told CityBeat the credential authentication technology 2.0, that's the technical official terminology for it. So will this be like the clear thing, or will this be no. something that everyone goes through? So what it does is it compares the traveler's photo on their ID against the in-person real-time photo. So when I, for instance, like when I went to, they already had this in place at Charles de Gaulle. So I'm I'm in the line as I'm as we get off the plane, we arrive in Paris and you pull out your passport and you lay it face down on this scanner and then mm-hmm. there's a camera that takes a picture of your face and mm-hmm. your biometrics and it just makes sure that you're the same guy, which is interesting because I was 60 pounds heavier in the passport photo. I was going to say, yeah. I'm, I'm 20 pounds heavier in mine. I look like a Russian mobster. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. hair is pushed weird. And- I know. I was pregnant in my passport picture. It's like not a flattering months, photo. And so my face is like round, round, round. And they tell you, don't, don't smile. smile. Yes. And to take worst. off your glasses. Yes. So it couldn't be a worse oh, look. Like it's, it's yeah. just, there's no good passport. There's, no. I can't, if you have a good passport no photo, joke. you are send lucky. It, send it to us. I want to <laughs> see. We'd like to see that. Because either I feel like you look like some sort of criminal because yep. you're just standing there like my, like, cause you're not laughing, but my partner, Scott, he looks like he, it might be like a mug shot yeah. because he's just like stone cold face and his eyebrows are kind of squinty because you're trying not to smile, which makes you kind of laugh. Right. And then you're trying not to laugh, which makes your face look worse Yeah, when you do it. Wow. No, I, the nice ladies at the BMV, they, they let you smile. They, yeah. let, they let me retake it. Yes, they let you pick. They're like, oh, yeah, this looks what cute. Think? This this looks, what do you think? Good. These look good? Uh, yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. I had my ID, so I had to get a new driver's license last year, and I gave it to um, a very lovely woman when I went to apply for my Sam's Club membership recently that my mom got me, and she goes, you look like a little kid in your driver's license picture. <laughs> I'm driving oh. a car. Do you think I do? Yeah, and you, know you what do she look kind of young. And then that's what she says. She goes, well, at least they made you look young. And I'm like, 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you see it? Yeah. Doesn't look a thing. I'll like put it. a picture up of it. That's Fritchie's college ID. Yeah, yeah, you like do look like you're 19 ID. or something. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I know. Right. I hope I get carded more. I know. <laughs> I actually kind of like my driver's license photo. I know. But I'm bummed because it expires in November, so I got to get it. <gasps> you could ask the them worst. if they'll roll over the photo. Maybe they will. I don't think they will. I would you... think with the technology they have now, they would be able to do that. No, they won't. They have to have an updated picture of you mm. because, trust me, I tried. I like yeah. my old picture. <laughs> you put a filter on that, too, while you're at it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, weather-wise, uh, the clouds are supposed to break up a little later. You're supposed to see some sunshine. Uh, high 75. And right now it is 58 here at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, coming up. Do you love it when your house smells like Clorox? Yes. <laughs> I know. There are some people who weirdly love the smell of chemicals. <laughs> like clean, more specifically, it's cleaning so fluids. I know someone who's turned on by the smell of gasoline because, you know, like her boyfriend, like she dated a guy who uh, worked at a, like one of those full service stations in New Jersey. He'd yeah. come home and smell a little bit like my, that. And he would smell yeah. like gasoline. She thought it was the hottest thing. Oh, my, wow. My kid does. She'll be like, I don't know. We'll be at the gas station on show, but like, I like that smell. I'm like, that's kind of alarming. You smell like a man. <sighs> I follow this lady on TikTok who is a cleaning expert, and she gives the history of different cleaning products and why they were invented and how to use them and what they were designed for. And she went into a whole history about Fabuloso. How do you say that? Fabuloso, yeah. Fabuloso. And that, that certain certain people will boil that on their stove. Just in, for smell? Just for the smell in their home, which wow. she Oof. suggested is not good because it's oh, not no, great. No. no. I mean, we just found out how toxic new car smell is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so this stuff is not meant to be. Nope. Not meant to be enjoyed and savored. <laughs> no, but we'll get into it after the top of the hour. Plus, the new beer can with the perfect pour. News that didn't make the news straight ahead. First, Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm excited. I finally got through. I've been calling for a week or two and finally got through. Oh, oh well, good for you. Oh, welcome. Happy you did. Welcome, welcome to the party. All those people who have been calling in for years and never get through are happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, how have you been? You you behaving? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm taking the kids to school, and then I'm going to go home and go back to sleep because I work evening shift. Oh, so. lucky you. You let your kids listen to this show? <laughs> oh, yeah, sometimes I have to. Sometimes I have to change it. It's not the best. Yeah, yeah I hear <laughs> you. They're yeah. in the car with her when I uh, said, how are you, Liz? She's like, I'm good. I got all the kids here. Oh, You know, boy. it's like when you got to alert somebody that you, somebody else is listening so you don't say anything wrong. Yep. All right. Well, you two need to clean it up then. We got kids <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Well, Too we're going to try to win you $1,000 here, Liz. Yep. You'll have all right. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. Don't repeat any of your answers and pass quickly and you should be good to go. All right. What kind of letter we got? All right. We got the letter M. Oh. As Ooh. in mistake. Oh, M. There's a lot of those in life. Ain't yep. there? <laughs> so true, my yep. friend. So we true. We all make them. So true. <laughs> All right, so here we go with the letter M. Name something you put in the attic. Maps. Something salty. Pass. Something you pick. Um, pass. Something red. Um, pass. A fruit. Uh, Mushmelon. A TV show. Mad about um, me. Pass. A meat. Mm. Uh, meatloaf. Oh, meatloaf. Oh, yeah. Meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say marshmallow? Mushmelon. Mushmelon. Marshmallows. Is it marshmallow? Marshmallow. Or just melon would have worked. Yeah. I was well, thinking yeah, Macintosh was thinking apple. Mush- yeah, mushmelon is like the cantaloupe or whatever I call it. That was what what, what I called it when I was a kid. Oh, My that, mom called it that. Oh, yeah. is that a real thing? Cause, yeah. uh, that's cause, like um, 
the the green one, right, is mushmelon. Well, because when she said something you pick, I wrote down mangoes, and then when you said a fruit, I'm like, damn it! Yeah. <laughs> yep. She's tricking us up. Or something red, I was thinking, Maserati! Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Mazda. Mm. I'm yeah. Mad, about, mad about you. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah it, it's it's a little different when you're definitely uh when you're definitely on the phone. But I was more excited about getting through and being on here and talking <laughs> to you guys because it's just like a thing for me. Every morning, I literally do it in my car. Every single morning, I take the kids to school. Yeah, I listen to everything. <laughs> oh, you're sweet. Well, next time you get through, you'll have better luck. That's how it works. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was good talking to you. Hope you have a great day. Thank you, you guys as well, and, and I enjoy your show, and I can't wait to listen again tomorrow morning. Yeah, we appreciate that, you. Liz. Have you a great care. rest of your day. You too. All right, take it easy. Uh-huh. Bye, bye, kids. Bye, 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 bye everyone. Yeah. Have a great, Have day, a great school. day at school. Say bye. Yep. Bye. bye. <laughs> When's the last day of school? Uh, our last day of school is Wednesday, May twenty fourth. Jacob says the twenty fifth. Yeah, the countdown the week, is on, yeah. man. It's that whole week, like, leading up to Memorial Day because I feel mm-hmm. like the schools are like, we're not going back. We're going to just finish out the weekend. We're not going back after Memorial right. Day. Yeah. Uh, a Texas baker had a close call when a client sent in a request for an emo birthday cake. Okay. Just one hour before the party... Brianna Romero talked to the client and realized the cake was actually for a four-year-old. The party was Sesame Street themed, and they actually wanted an Elmo cake. Oh no! <laughs> so how do you how do you put together an emo cake? Is it just a sad cake? Yeah, like a like R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. So what'd she do? And she turned it into an Elmo cake. Uh, let's see. It says here she ended up throwing an Elmo topper on the black emo cake she made and gave it to the client for free. From the makers of Tickle Me Elmo, it's Tickle Me Emo, the tortured, angst-ridden teen cousin of Elmo. And boy, is he sad. If life is so fair, why do roses have thorns? Tickle Me Emo, available at Hot Topics everywhere. That's funny. A little Mad TV, classic Mad TV there. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of school, this week is Teacher Appreciation Week, and if you're not sure how to participate, teachers have one word for you. Gifts. Money. (laughs) Yeah, but it's particular now. Like You can't be sending in just something that says teacher on it or anything or, with an apple on it yes they or anything unless that. the gift card's got an apple on it if it's for an apple okay. phone sure <laughs> also we've heard like no lotions body sprays mm-hmm. things like that because they just have so much it's not that they're ungrateful well, it's they hard just with have that so stuff many too. things because that's so personal the scented stuff yeah right but but this will help you out uh, these days, in case you don't know, a lot of teachers have wish lists set up on Amazon. In fact, they did a survey. They talked to a 1,000 teachers. 75% of them said they'd love to have any appreciation shown through gift cards and items purchased off their Amazon wish lists. See, I wish more teachers would make this public because it's not always easy to find a wish list. It's true. Yeah, well, and I'll tell you, most of the wish lists are usually filled with things like classroom supplies, you know, stuff they may have to purchase out of their own pockets anyway. So mm-hmm. that would really help them out. But nearly 57% of the teachers say the number one supply that they always seem to be running out of uh, is writing utensils like pens, crayons, pencils, and markers. Around here, it's flares, flare <laughs> pens. Like, how do you find the wish list on gifting and registry? Yeah, so if you want to look up the Amazon list, you would go to um, where it says accounts and list, and you can scroll down there, and you can say, it'll say, like, find a wish list, and you can put in their name. But, you know, if they don't want you to know. What is it under? Because I'm sitting here, I'm looking at it. Go to. Gifting and registry, so it's not under there. So it'll say accounts and lists. You see that? No. And then, all right, so if, you're, if you go to Amazon.com on your PC and you go to your account, 
So under where it says lists, it'll say create a list, find a list or registry. Okay. And so you click on that and then it'll pop up your the name of the person and then it will say like either a baby registry or gift. And then if you can't find it that way, you usually can put their name in and search by state. Like just maybe their last name and search okay. by state. And sometimes you can find it that way. But that's what I'm saying. It's hard to find these lists. So Yeah, because were- I mean, I'm on my app and, you know, none of the stuff that you're saying. is. Yeah, let me see if here. I can find it for you that way. She also hasn't updated the app since 2011. <laughs> now let's not get goofy over there. <laughs> Judger, no judging. That's what my right. nephew Zach would say. Back it up. Judger, no judging. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you click, so Jen, in the app, yeah. if you click the three little lines on the side, yes. it'll pop up this thing right here that says gifting and gifting and registry. And then you should be able to, along the lines, gift cards and registry, you can find one that way. Okay. Gift finder, gift list. Gift list. So click on that and then you can type in the name. All right. Well, it's pretty good for it, you. Thank you. I am really good at investigative reporting. All right. One out of four people say their favorite part of going on vacation isn't even the actual vacation itself. It's only planning it. How do you guys feel about planning vacations? I hate it. I don't want to plan. I want to I want to follow. Because tell so- me where to go, where to be. I want to do it. I want to adventure. I just don't want to plan it. I just want to get on the plane and be surprised with an amazing experience. Okay, so that so you and I would be really good vacationing together because, for example, we have a very large group of people getting ready to go on a family vacation. There's like 15 of us or something like that, and that's a lot of people. And nothing has been planned, and it has almost kept me awake at night because it is so unplanned. And I don't feel like every minute of every day needs to be planned. But I am like... Something. I'm a planner. That's what I do. I work on this show with you guys where every single day I'm accountable to time. I'm accountable to who's coming in when. I schedule stuff. That's just in my DNA. So is this group... to be a planner. And you're the best at it. That's why you're in this job. Yeah, thank you. But I also... So I, of course, am now like... Taking it upon myself, because <laughs> if this group doesn't have a plan for this group, like, like, are we all going to eat together at all? Because if so, we got to plan a reservation. You can't just walk into a place and go, "Can we get seating for 15? Yeah, that sounds like hell because it's right. going to be a two and a half hour wait. And are there little ones with you? Yeah, are, are my kids going? Yeah. And if there is no plan and you go in as a group, will nothing happen? Will it just be one big debacle yeah. and everybody will be like, well, I don't know. I don't know. What do you want for dinner? Absolutely. What do you want to yes. do? I don't know. I want this. Well, I, that and doesn't I sound good to me. I kind of feel like I'm having, uh, so I'm having a bit of personal anxiety in this situation because I, of course, want to plan things and do things. And I'm like, should I include everyone in this? Should I not include everyone in this? If I don't and I do this, are people going to be upset? Should we do this? Should we do that? And it's really causing a lot of internal conflict because I'm such a planner. Can you make plans and then say, hey, this is what we've got on the itinerary. If you want to join us, great. If not, and you want to go do your own thing, that's great too. Just let me know and I'll... I'll adjust the reservation. And here's the link so you can go buy your own tickets. Yeah. Or whatever. (laughs) Or if you want to be a part of it, here you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also think that part of this has to do with the fact that I feel like I'm well-traveled just in life. Like, I feel like I go places and know certain Mm -hmm. things. And maybe people don't know that. So I'm like, we should plan to do this. We should plan to do that. But it's just an internal struggle that I'm having right now with having... Being having it not be planned, part of it planned. Well, you're in charge. Embrace I it. I mean, this is what you do best. So <laughs> I'm just gonna. I I'm gonna put together to an Excel spreadsheet. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what Kristen is. Listen, she's like me, man. She is. We watch. We're like we're on the Facebook group. We're watching the YouTube videos. We're gonna go see Timmy at the swim up. No bar. question. But we know. <laughs> the planning is fun from from the standpoint of. For instance, we do different kind of planning, Kristen and I, where I think, let's go to such and such. Just say Thailand. We got we got time in July. Let's go here. In this case, l- let's do Norway. You've talked about taking me there for years. 
I'm ready. Let's go. We'll do Norway. Let's do Amsterdam. Let's do Copenhagen. We can knock it all out in two weeks. Great. So I'll pick the dates. I'll buy the tickets. And then I'll research the hotels. All this stuff is fun for me. Yeah. And then I'll say, and by the way, while we're there, I would like to do this one or two things. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I do not care. I, pi- I bought the tickets. I picked the hotels. You could fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. So she's on the fun committee part of it. She's on the fun committee part of it. Well, she'd be like, well, we should check out this architectural museum or we should do this. Or we-. And, and your logistics. Right. And then uh, she tells me what I need to work out. Like, we're, well, we're going to need transportation from here to there. So I'm going to let you book that. But this is what we, and this is sort of like you said, Jen, it's a loose outline. Mm-hmm. We can adjust as we go, but I don't know. That to me is as much fun yeah. as the actual vacation itself. Yeah. I love going online. I love doing the research. I love discovering new things. Yeah. Some people actually enjoy the planning even more than the actual execution. And some people like to say, just just, just get me the hell out of town and I'll figure it out when I mm-hmm. get yeah. there. Let's see what I'm in the mood for Understood. when I get there. Let's see what's easy and close and just, just, just well, and get I don't me know. on the plane. And I've done that too. Yeah, the same. only thing that I would say about that is I have found myself in the position where I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was there. I would have loved to have gone to that. Yeah. Or, oh, I didn't discover it until it was too late. But there's something to be said about overplanned because, Definitely. for example... Now, when you go to Disney World, any of the parks, you have to have a reservation for this and a reservation for that, this, and you have to download the app for this, and you got to connect to that and the blah, blah, blah. And that, to me, was not fun. Like You'd rather just wander around, and when you come up on something you want to do, yeah. just get in line like and do I it. if I want to go eat at the whatever, I, I know, don't want to have to get plan into it. a bunch of stuff. Three there. months in advance, I don't know yeah. if I'm going to want tacos on Monday night, but right. now I'm... I have to you're do it because tacos. you're not going to get in there unless you do it. Yeah. Yeah. We we prepaid for tickets to an art museum in Paris. Uh, and I've already forgotten. We, we didn't make it in, but we had the tickets. And then we showed up about a half hour before they, uh, before the tour to sort of line up in the queue. Because mm-hmm. everything was sort of sca- staggered on a schedule. And yeah. then they made an announcement that the workers had gone on strike. So the museum wasn't opening that day. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. It's no big deal. We're just like, what do you want to do? Uh, let's just wander around and see what we run into. Went, went across the street, saw the Louvre, got in line, went to the Louvre. There you go. <laughs> it was that, that easy. Yeah, got our ticket money refunded to us. About a week later, it was all good. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. got to kind of roll with it. But, you know, some people get really stressed out. Mm-hmm. Other people, again, they love the planning. One out of four people say that's their favorite part of going on vacation. It's not even the actual vacation. And if you're one of those people, have we got a business for you. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.